Playoff spots are on the line in both the AFC and the NFC. Who's in? Who's out? The Raiders are out, but they pick up a big win to close out their disappointing season. The Cowboys missed their chance to make the playoffs with a loss to the G-Men, and the Bears lose to Aaron Rodgers for the 21st time in his career. But thanks to the Rams, they're backing their way in. The Bears! Grab a beer and hit the couch, sports fans. It's time for another episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Uh-oh. Sounds like somebody's got a case of the Mondays. Bring an in-your-face sports talk from Chicago, Dallas, Las Vegas, and beyond. And go Bears! And listen in to find out who'll get run over by this week's Smack Wagon. All that and more coming at you on this week's episode of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Here are your hosts, Ron L.V. Wrights and Timothy T. Dog Wiltberger. What do you hear? What do you say, L.V.? <laughs> oh, what do you say? I know what I can say. I'm going to crack open my beverage, tasty little beverage. Ice cold beverage. There you go. There you go. I think I I think I can uh, share in that. Ah, there we go. Unfortunately, it's not a Bears victory that we're cracking open these ice cold beverages for. We're not celebrating a Bears victory, but we are celebrating a Bears playoff berth. But we're going to talk today. Is it really something for celebration? Because I don't know if it is, my man. Because of what it might mean for our immediate future. Just saying. Yeah, it's it's definitely, it was a tough game to watch. Sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers' smirk. Sick of it. 21-5 and five in his career against the Bears. 21-5, and five, our rivals. It's just sickening. It, it just, ugh, it's disgusting. Pisses me off. But... What do you know? Hey, we've been around for most of those five wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Could probably think about them. One oh, was man, one man. was two years ago. Yep, but they couldn't get it done today. And when it's all said and done, um, you know, this is one of those situations where you know what the Bears they they didn't get the win today, but they find their way into the playoffs with the Rams uh, beating the Cardinals. So when it comes down to tiebreakers and shit like that, the Bears. Yeah, they get the, you know, they're in there. They're in the playoffs. And that's, you know, you think about it. And uh, anytime a team can get in there and that's an opportunity for them, it looks like they're going to be playing the Saints. And you know what? If, if I'll tell you what, if it was Green Bay, New Orleans, or Seattle, because those were, I think, the three potential teams the Bears would have played in the first round. Um, I don't know. Well, out of those three teams, who do you think they have the best chance of beating? Probably Seattle. You think Seattle? Yeah. See, I was leaning towards the Saints, but, you know, I don't know. Now, I, Seattle's been, like, hit and miss. And uh, did we play the Saints at all this year? Man, I've been watching a lot of Saints games, so it seems like we, we played. Didn't. We didn't. Played them last no. year. Yeah, we didn't play the Saints this year. <clears throat> but Well, maybe that's a good thing. I mean, was well, Camara was out today because he had the vid, the COVID. Mm-hmm. But he won't be out next week. And actually, you know what? I'm an idiot. We did play the the Saints this year. We, we did. did. We lost to the Saints earlier this year. Yeah, I remember that yeah. was um, 
Oh, we did. Um, yeah. Yeah, we did play them earlier this year. I don't know. It's It's been a crazy week for me, so I'm a little out of it. But that was uh, that was uh, the game Drew Brees threw for a couple of touchdowns. I think we were actually winning that game early. That's the game that we were winning early. And then uh, the Saints came back, and I believe that's the one that went into overtime. Um, but we were we were beating the uh, the Saints in the second quarter, and then of course we fell apart. So, but it was a good game. I mean, we took them to overtime, and that was with Nick Foles. Mm. So you know, well, um, then maybe we have a chance. Then yeah, I mean, it's if you think about it. But you know, today's game. I mean, it was it was one of those things, and, and unfortunately, I think early on, I, I actually thought, okay, maybe the Bears can actually win this game. Um. But you know what? One of the things that seems to happen to us is we we lose these key guys. You know, when we lost Akeem Hicks earlier this year, and um, you know the game he was in, and and uh, the, the kid Dalvin Cook from Minnesota was able to run all over the Bears in the second half when he was out. Roquan Smith, man, he, it, it, we keep talking about him every week, but man, he just keeps proving how important he is to this team. Excuse me, he gets knocked out. Yeah, and the the Bears just can't cover the middle of the field. Everything up the middle, little little arm arm flick, and you just see it spinning. Yeah, right into their hands for touchdowns, man. And that was right. We played the Saints and lost twenty six twenty three in Chicago on a Sunday, probably a Sunday night game. Actually, I think it was Sunday night game. Sunday, November first was the game. So, can we beat the Saints? Sure. <laughs> we lost 23-26. We, we almost beat them. Yeah. I mean, I don't have the stats for the game at all, for that game, that particular game. But, you know, we're a little bit better. That, that, was, that was number two of our six-game losing streak, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Rams, we kind of lost by 14. Saints, we lost by three. Uh, Titans, we lost by seven. Minnesota, we lost by three or by six. But remember, all these all these losses, even though it seems close, we were behind a lot of the time. Right, right. So it wasn't like, you know, maybe the Saints was a, probably the closest out of those six losses because it won into overtime, obviously. Well, that game, Nick Foles really didn't play all that poorly. Um, but he was sacked five times. The offensive, that was right when the offensive line was just in shambles and he was sort of running for his life and kind of throw it around. But Roquan Smith had a big game that day. He had two and a half sack, uh, two and a half uh, tackles for loss, uh, 11 tackles overall, one pass defended. He played really well. I hope we get him back next week. I don't know the extent of um, his injury, uh, of his injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that would be a monster loss for us in the middle of that line, the heart of that defense. So you hope that he's all right. Um, but you know who knows? Well, I guess we'll see what happens with him. We didn't. Did we lose anybody else? Uh, Mooney was out too. For with I know Mooney was hurt. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, what his deal is. Um, I know he had. It looked like I actually thought at first it was his neck that was hurt, but he was limping. So something was up with his with obviously his his leg or his knee or something. Yeah. You know who I was shocked was Montgomery, man. He had a he hyperextended that that right knee. Yeah, you saw it, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "Uh-oh. That can't be good." 
couple plays. He was out for like two plays, and then he came back in, and he had a really good run almost up the middle for six or seven yards. So I'm like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> but when well, I was looking at it, I was not. I was like, all right, it looks hyperextended, but he didn't overextend it. So maybe he just needs to just, you know, walk it off kind of thing, and it looks like that's what he had to do, or that's what yeah. he did at least. Well, I haven't. I, again, I don't have anything on Roquan Smith, so I'm not sure what his situation is. Mooney wasn't. It was an ankle injury, and he was rolled out after 11 catches. I think he had for 93 yards. Yeah, um, just a great game by him today, and he was just all over the place. And the effort you can't you, you just can't say enough about the effort of that kid today because he was just all over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had to be because where the hell was Allen Robinson? And you know, well they. He, Okay. I mean, I, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I mean, I guess, you know, where the hell is it? But why was why did he only have five targets today? I mean, that was, I don't know if the Packers did that good of a job on the game plan. I know on the the long pass, he was in blocking on the long pass to Mooney, yeah, right? Yeah. So he was in there throwing some good blocks and everything. Um, but, you know, he wasn't, a, he wasn't a factor in this game until late. And yeah. even then he didn't really put much into it. So it was almost too late it, by then. Yeah. It was too late. Yeah, definitely. But Bears weren't going to stand in the way of Aaron Rodgers. Would he have a perfect rating in the first half? I think he ended up with four touchdowns. We had a couple of opportunities to pick him off. You can't waste those opportunities against a guy like Aaron Rodgers. And so. Well, speaking of wasting, I mean, we wasted. It wasn't like we didn't have our opportunity to score touchdowns. We could have gone touchdown for touchdown with Green Bay. We should have gone touchdown to touchdown with Green Bay, but yeah. we 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 end up with three field goals and and a turnover on downs. Mm-hmm. You know that was that was in the striking distance of Carlos Santos. I mean, there should have been. They could have at least they should have just kicked the field goal, but I wasn't upset with them going for it either. I remember sitting on the couch going, "Well." I mean, they've made that like was a bad play, though. It was horrible that was, play. That was a stupid play. The way the the stupid design, you basically gave yourself one option. And if if he was, if you're talking about the Allen Robinson drop, but or the one, it was actually almost picked off. I mean, yeah, it was I, almost picked off. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's so. I get okay. I was actually texting the boys on that one too, and I said, you know what? I don't understand why you're not kicking it right there. I would see if you were down by a touchdown, but you're down by five you're showing that you can move the ball at least into Packer territory. The mm-hmm. defense was making a couple of stops there. Why not kick the field goal, get within two. Now you can win it on a field goal. It's soon as they, that fourth down play didn't happen. It's like all the wind just came out of their sails. Yeah. The momentum. And I, I, t- I said, I'm like, okay, are you trying to just keep Aaron Rodgers off the field? Which I get, or are you trying to win this football game and, and be smart and play smart? Um, but it was that's like why, that's why in the beginning I was kind of saying to you, is this really something to celebrate? Because does this mean that some of the guys we've been complaining about all podcast season long, mm-hmm. the Matt Nagy's of the world, the Ryan Paces of the world, the Mitch Trubisky's of the world, are these guys coming back? Is it are they going to go another run? Are they? Is this enough for them to prove that hey? we can come back and we can figure out a way to make this happen. And is this going to be, you know, we come back next year and the bears are four and 12 and, and we're just a mess. 
Yeah. Is it really cause of celebration? I don't know. You celebrate, Ron? Do you feel like you excited about not just the playoffs, but the future? I mean, good. Cause well, right now, the, right now, from the sta- standpoint of quarterback, there is no future for the bears. They don't have anybody on the, the well, Foles. Foles. He's no, he's not the future. We all know no, that he's not the future. He's not. he's not. And, you know, Pace had high hopes for Trubisky. Trubisky? Binsky. Trubisky. Thank you. Jesus Christ, dude. He's been our quarterback for four freaking seasons. Exactly. It's true bisque. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. No. No. Rod Reitz. Okay. No. So anyways, <laughs> whatever his name is, he probably won't be there next year. So the point Neither though. Matt Nagy. Nagy's <laughs> gone. And so is Ryan Peck. Stupid. Well, nevertheless, it's not like we have. A, so you say, you know, do we have enough of a team to really, if they, let's say that they go, let's say that they win against the Saints. And don't go any farther than that. Is that enough? Or just getting in the playoffs, is that enough to keep those two guys around or those three guys around? I don't know if it is. Well, I think a playoff win would boost that those chances, but I don't think them just getting in, to me, is enough. Um, you know, you, you, And it's not as if the Bears don't have a history of this. Now, granted, I don't believe that they didn't make the playoffs, but the you know, Lovey Smith was fired after a 10 win season. Yeah. Right. Now, granted the two seasons prior to that is welcome was getting a little worn out. Um, but he was fired after a 10 win season. So it's not as if the bears are going to, you know, are never going to fire a coach after a playoff season. Um, but I think when, if to me, the way things were managed this year, I don't know how even coming back and getting eight wins, I just don't know how you can stick with this regime. Um, but I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. They're the ones that uh, have to make that decision. So, Well, the Bears, okay. The Bears are in. Let's, let's just make sure that our listeners are fully up to date on who's in and who's not. The Bears right. are in. Tennessee Titans wins the AFC South. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh wins the North, AFC North. Chiefs win the West, AFC West. And Bills, win Bills win the AFC East. So they're all in. Congratulations, teams. You guys did a hell of a job. Then you come with the NFC, which had some real stinkers in there. One being that's being actually played out right now, Sunday night, which would be Washington win and they're in. I don't know what the score is right now, it's but 20 to 14 right now with. Uh... 428 left to go in the fourth. The Washington football team is winning. Okay. So probably you said 20 to 14. Right. They have the ball right now. There's okay. so, and they're, uh, so maybe, maybe Washington gets in the, the NFC least, which I want to just let everyone know the T dog coined that. Well, you should have coined it <laughs> because it's, it was being used out there. But anyways, the NFC Least will have Washington in, so congratulations potentially. If not, it'll be the Giants. Nevertheless, that's six and ten. Six and ten. I think that's the, the the worst record going into the playoffs ever. Right? I think it ties Seattle. Wasn't Seattle like where they said Seattle was seven and nine back a few years back? Ooh. 
Yeah, they were seven and nine. I think there was back in the strike sort shortened season in eighty two. Um, there might have been a team that was like five eight and one or something like that. Oh, really? That made it yeah, something like that. But six and ten, if the Giants do get into the playoffs with a a winning percentage under four hundred, <laughs> that's pretty pathetic. That, that's pretty sad. Congrats to the Wait, NFC. Especially, hold on, especially when you have a 10-win team down in Miami yeah. that won't be in the postseason. That's I mean, that's, yeah. that just says it right there. Congrats to NFC South Saints. Congrats to NFC West Seahawks. And, of course, congrats to the Green Bay Packers. No. No, 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 no. There's no, congr- no, yeah. there's no congratulations. There. You got oh, to tip your hat. No, not doing it. No. Now this year, now hold on. This year was they expanded the playoffs, correct? They this did. Year? So Two the extra teams, one per conference. All right. So the Bears probably wouldn't and shouldn't be in the playoffs right now. They absolutely would not have been. They okay, are the good. seventh team. Yes. We even talked actually, about that. They would have been out. They would have been out. Um, would they have been out last week? The Rams won today. If the Rams were nine and seven, no, the Bears. I think the Bears. Um, yeah, the Bears would have been out because they lost to the Rams, so they would have actually been out last week. Yeah, they would have had nothing to play for this week. So, and they would have been probably the same result, if not worse. So, sh- should we really thank the Rams for beating the Cardinals for the Bears to get in? And should we be happy that the Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray was injured after like? The, in the first half, and he didn't come back. I mean, he actually ended up did coming back in. Did he end up coming back yeah, in? He ended up he ended up coming back in. Um, he got knocked out after just a couple of pass attempts. Um, but he ended up did uh, he did end up returning. God, I can't even talk. Uh, right. But it was to but it was to no avail as they fell short. They they couldn't get anything going against that defense. I mean, yeah. the Rams defense really is in my opinion, the best defense in the NFL. They got the best, arguably the best defensive player in the NFL, one of the best defensive backs in the NFL. Um, and they they just proved that today. Murray did come back, uh, but it was too little too late. Rams yeah. pull off the win and, and the Bears sneak their way in. So, hey, chip in a chair, man, like we used to say in Vegas. You're at the table. You got a chip and a chair. It's all it takes. Chip and the chair. So congratulations. So for the wild card teams, it's obviously Chicago. And it's who else is the second wild card for the NFC? Well, so the Bears, yeah, the Bears are the seventh team uh, in in the playoffs, and they they take the seventh seed. The sixth seed is actually the Rams, who we were just talking about just now. Got it. Um, so they have the sixth sixth seed. They'll be going to Seattle play them for the third time this season, and then the Tom Brady led Bucks. They are the fifth seed. And they they will play in Washington or in New York, depending on the outcome of that Sunday night game, which yeah. Washington is up right now with about two minutes left. So um, they could be going to uh, uh, D.C. or they could be going to the Big Apple. So we'll have to wait and see here. Could you imagine? Probably it'll be before we finish the podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, could you imagine? Seven and nine and a team's coming to you. <laughs> Well, it, well, the Seattle won that for they won their playoff game. I believe it was against the Saints, maybe, if I remember correctly. They did, or maybe the Eagles, one of the two. But they, um, they did. It was or, against no. the Saints. Yeah, Saints. Yeah. So they did win their that game when they were seven and nine, and uh, 
Um, I believe that was the year the Bears beat them, and the Bears played the Packers that year. Oh. And the Bears lost in the NFC Championship when Jay Cutler hurt his uterus. I don't know if you remember that game. Yeah, I think he, I think he tripped over it, actually. Yeah, he couldn't come back in. Sprained his ankle. <laughs> yep. So anyway, um, so yeah, those are your NFC playoff teams. Um, so the Packers get to sit around next next week and watch these these teams go at each other. Um, the Cowboys missed their chance. They they played uh, they played like garbage actually today, um, in my opinion. But uh, oh yeah, uh, Cowboys looked they what happened? Well, they like actually they were, they, they were playing poorly in the first half. Uh, they just really couldn't get anything going. Um, you know, they they mustered a field goal, but beyond that, that uh, you know that even that field goal drive was nothing. I mean, they didn't have anything going until um, the second half. I mean, they just couldn't get anything offensively. They were down twenty to nine at the half, and I think it was, in my opinion, it wasn't even that close. Um, but then they came back. I mean, they they had that turnover uh, that led to a touchdown. Uh, they forced the Giants to punt, and that had a nice drive that ended up in a field goal, and they pulled within one. Um, forced the Giants to punt again, but then they they sort of sputtered, and uh, the Giants were able to add a late field goal. But the killer was an interception. Late pick thrown um, by Andy Dalton really kind of sealed their fate and unfortunately you know, put them in a position where they are not going to be able to win the NFC least. Um but Washington may be making that a moot point here anyway if they can figure out a way to hold on and uh, win tonight's game. So, well, i i put a I put a post out on Facebook. I said, "Will the Chicago Bears win today against the Green Bay Packers?" Let us know what you think, and we had some replies. If you can believe that. All right. Um, Scott Zim, do you know Scott Zim? I do know Scott Zim. I was a. Uh, I coached baseball with him for for many many moons. Well, his, so he is a he is a diehard Cub fan and a well, he's a somewhat lukewarm Bear fan lately. They really have worn his patience thin over the last several years. But yeah, <laughs> well, his response was Aaron Rodgers playing for home field and a bye. No way he even lets the Bears stay within ten points of his team. Sorry. Yeah. Well, he called it. He called it. Yep. And then we have a Jonah Zerfla. Jana. Jana? Jana Zerfla. Zerflu. Zerflu. Okay. <laughs> That's Jana. You know Jana. I, well, I don't Jana. know her last name. Well, there you go. Now you do. All right, Jana. She goes, I think the Bears have a better chance now due to the injured Packers. Well, obviously, she's wrong. <laughs> no. Yeah, not so much. But, they but, got Devontae Parker that, or, you know, he had um, a great game today. Um, yeah, right. So some the, of the stats, some of the stats that guy has put up. Holy cow! And then good old Stevie. At least it was good until the fourth quarter. He says. Or did I say Devonte Parker? Devonte Adams. Yeah, Devonte Adams. <laughs> um, That's I'm all right. I mean, it's a it's a Sunday night whining to a close. Here, I think I need another beer. That's right. You did crack one open, so that was good. But um, but yeah. So, yeah, Pat, you, you asked, and looks like at least Scott got that right. Well, yeah, he did. I asked a couple questions. I asked, you know, for people's locks and all that. We'll get into that later. We'll see if we can find that, too. So, basically, it was a, it was a tough Bears loss, 
but back their way into a playoff because we needed Arizona to lose, which they did. Exactly what I thought. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I did think that. I had the Rams. So mm-hmm. I did think that. So that was good for the Bears. I think I picked Arizona in an upset just so we could have some uh, differences. And I don't know if you want to talk about it right now or bring it up, but I think I might need to get run over by today's smack <laughs> that You, my friend, by one game, picked the most wins this season by one stinking game, if you can believe it. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And I killed it. With my lock of the week. Undefeated. Undefeated. Ten locks. For ten weeks. Yep. It's COVID season. A lot of locks on those bagels. Nicely done. (laughs) I had five. (laughs) But you did kill it for... You did kill it for um, upset of the week. You had two, and I only had one. Oh, yeah. I feel so good about that. Well, those are tough to pick. They are the upset of the week. I mean, I had I had the upset of the year until the Jets beat another team. Like I had, I had the upset. Uh, I think it was Jets beat Seahawks. I mean, um, Steelers, and then the Jets ended up beating another team that they oh L A. They shouldn't have beat L A. That's what got the Bears into the hunt. That L A. loss because and the multiple wins in a row. What got the Bears in the hunt for playoffs? Well, my early one, I think, was the uh, playoffs. Uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. Yeah, and see, and we didn't win a game, and we're in the playoffs, folks. We're here in. Holy. (laughs) Holy. Testicle Tuesday. There you go. Listen, listen. The Chicago Bears are in. The playoffs. Yes, I know. I know. Thank you. It's pretty amazing stuff that they're actually in the playoffs. They're not going to last long in the playoffs, but they're going to be in the playoffs. Same well, with- speaking, of, speaking of Matt Nagy and whether we feel he should have a job next year, I don't know if you heard the breaking news, but googly eyes, he gone. Oh. Adam Gase has been let go by the New York Jets. Yeah, what we, a shock, right? We knew that was coming. We knew it was coming, and I'm surprised they didn't do it sooner, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and they're, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because that the whole reason they went after Adam Gase was because they were looking for that offensive guru, that guy that could take Sam Darnold to the next level, and they thought it was going to be Adam Gase. You know, just like, just like a lot of teams, they were looking for that next um, – uh, who's the guy from the Rams? Sean McVay, right? Everybody was looking yeah. for that young offensive-minded guy to come in and make things happen. And, you know, Gase, I mean, he he had just been fired. Um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think on that one? Well, I think he had his moment when he was offensive coordinator. I think he's probably a pretty decent offensive coordinator for the uh, Chicago Bears. And then when he went to Miami, he didn't. Couldn't it wasn't a fit down there. Didn't work out for him. And then he went to and then he went to the Jets and he stayed a few years there. But unfortunately, the Jets had just they had issues, man. You know, and I, I think they were just trying to pick players off 
like Le'Veon Bell and and uh, Donaldson. He ended up getting hurt. Uh, just unfortunate, I guess, some unfortunate mistakes. But the biggest mistake that he probably could have made was winning, getting two wins. To be honest yeah. with you, well, that's uh, that probably sealed his fate. Yeah, I wonder if they would have fired him if he actually had the, you know, the number one uh, uh, pick. But you know, he's an odd, he's just an odd bird, man. I, you know, we I don't even know if people know why you call him Googly Eyes Gase. You know that 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 press conference he had when he was hired after he got fired by the Dolphins and he was hired by the Jets. And oh, that's he right. Like he, he looked like he was on freaking crack or something, man. His eyes were going all over the place, and it was actually creepy. Like something was up with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, you know, he's when in, even in his days with the bears, I mean, he's definitely a hardworking guy. He is in the first one in the, the room, uh, going through the video. He's the last one to leave the, at night. He works crazy hours. Um, you know, he, he's got that work ethic, but it just never translated. And guys really just didn't latch on to, to his, to his style. And, you know, was he too offensive minded that the defense suffered just greatly? I mean, there was such a divide and such a gap mm-hmm. between the offense and the defense with Gase. So I'll tell you what, man, it's, it's not surprising. Um, and who knows? I mean, uh, him and Nagy may be standing in, uh, in the same line next year. We'll see. Well, I don't, um, I think I was watching a little Gary V uh, and uh, he was talking Gary V and El Presidente of Barstool Sports. They were having a little conversation with, with each other and they didn't have, um, they only had spent a few minutes on the sports part and they were talking about the Jets because, well, El Presidente is a big uh, Patriot fan. And he's like, oh, yeah, Patriots suck. But that's beside the point. Then they kind of veered over to the Jets. They still feel Sam Donald is a, a good quarterback. They shouldn't just let him go or or get off of him as a quarterback. They still they have faith in him still. Maybe, they, maybe a new head coach, new offensive coordinator, you know, changing up, that might help. But. At, at the end of the day, as my T dog likes to say all the time, is <laughs> is you got to still put up numbers and you still got to win. You, you have to put wins up, and if you're not going to win, uh, you're you really sh- shouldn't have a head coaching position. So, yeah. and even at eight and eight, for going back to the Bears, I mean, once again, yeah, you're you, you're not. Fans should really, you know, I guess you should be happy that you get to watch football for Chicago football for one more week, but you're not really excited. You can't be excited about how they ended the season, how they played throughout the year, and where they're going to be here in the next, I don't know, 15, you know, next one to two more years in the future. But we, I mean, we will see. It's pretty, pretty interesting. So Las Vegas played a game today, the Las Vegas Raiders, and of course they were playing against the Denver Broncos, and the Broncos and Las Vegas had nothing to play for. So it was one of those games that you definitely did not want to watch. Um, there was really there was nothing there, but when you watch the game, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders end up winning the game. By one point, and uh, you just go through their numbers of the game, and you're sitting there just going, "Man, it was a it was a pretty good game." 
if you want to probably probably one of the more exciting ones and it had no playoff implications. Yeah. Like it was listen, the Broncos, they're in Denver. The Broncos kicker, McManus, he's a great kicker. Like this guy this guy's got a leg on him. They were gonna they went for a seventy yard field goal. T Dog. <laughs> End of the second, end of the second quarter, and you know, going into the half, they went for a seventy-yard field goal, and that field goal was blocked, unfortunately. Because now that would have been awesome if he would have made it, or even came close. Mm-hmm. But well, it would have crushed the record. I mean, the record is sixty-four. Yeah, would have crushed. It would have, it would crushed it. I mean, if there was ever a place to to kick a seventy-yard field goal, Mile High Stadium is the place to be. Well, Matt Prater actually owns the record. Denver yeah. kicker Matt Prater, he's the one that owns the record, so it makes sense. It makes sense. So, but it gets blocked. And then there was a couple of punts, a couple of turnovers, a couple of touchdowns, and next thing you know, it's 32-31 to 31 Las Vegas, and the Broncos are driving again. And with seconds left, they go and kick a 63-yard field goal, which would have been a record just only a few years ago. Obviously, 64 is the record. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that got blocked as well, (laughs) which is, you know, kind of a bummer. Special teams were not so special for the Broncos, is what you're saying. Yeah, for the the Raiders, it was pretty special. But -hmm. once again, they gave up a ton of yards. I mean, Broncos are not a team that – Defensively looked good. Offensively, they weren't. They were hot and cold. I don't know if they were great, but you still let them score 30, 30 plus points. And, you know, you for once again, for a team that had no playoff implications, it was a fun game to watch. Other than that, that's about all I got on the Las Vegas Raiders. Well, I mean, it was good to see uh, Derek Carr back today. Darren Waller, you've been talking about him in a few podcasts. He had another monster game today. He's a just a great player, all pro player. Oh yeah. But yeah, this defense is in shambles, and I think I think one of the things you and I are probably going to want to touch on here at some point, not today, but maybe in the next podcast or so before we close out NFL stuff is is John Gruden. I mean. Is is this was he the right guy for this? Was this the right move by the Raiders? You know, he's getting paid a ton, a ton of money to figure out a way to to bring that team back to prosperity. And uh, I don't know, man. Well, there's, there's it's quite it's questionable right now. Not anything we need to get buried on right now, but it's something to think about. Yeah, no, it's it, it. You're right. It is questionable, and the only only tidbit or caveat to that is the Raiders are in the same division as the chiefs right now. And the chiefs and they got are home for the next 10 years. Correct. <laughs> for 200 plus million. Then they'll be in the playoffs every year. Yeah. At least it'll feel that way. They play. So speaking of playoffs, have you ever been to a playoff game? Have you ever been into an NFL playoff game? I don't think I have. I've been to two. Oh yeah, I've actually read it too. I I my first Bears playoff game was in '91. It was Bears Cowboys, and I had great seats because my sister I think worked for Kodak at the time. Okay. I believe something like that, and she had whatever company she worked for. She had these great seats. We were probably like third or fourth row behind the Bears sideline. I mean, they were great oh, wow. seats, and um, that was the game. That was the smelling salt game. <laughs> 
Do you remember that? Do you remember who that was, the receiver? Oh, that got smacked yeah. Around so many times and John Madden. Tom Waddle. Tommy Waddle, man. Mm-hmm. He was number 87, good old number 87. I think he had 10 catches in that game for like 113 yards maybe. But that was a great memory because he was getting absolutely clobbered. Probably half of his catches would have been penalties in today's game, right? Oh, yeah. No, instead they just stick some smelling salts up their nose uh, and throw them back out in the field. And my second playoff game was the year the Bears went to the Super Bowl in 2006, and that was the Seahawk game. And um, that was the game where I had to go use the little boys' room, and it was right at the end of the first half uh-huh. when I'm like, yeah, the Bears aren't going to score, right? And they threw a long touchdown pass to Bernard Berrien, and I came running back out of the field, to, and I missed it, of course, because I was in the damn bathroom. I'm like, are you kidding me? You come to a Bears playoff game and you miss a touchdown. You know, Rex Grossman's not going to throw a lot of these, idiot, right? Can't be missing this shit. Mm-hmm. So I go back up to the seat, and I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. And that game, I don't know if you remember that game, it went into overtime. No, so, I, I don't I, I got I got, a, I got a quick story for you. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you know this story, but so I had to use the little boys' room again. But there was no way I was going to miss a potential game winner in overtime, right? Yeah, I couldn't do it. So there was an empty beer cup in the cup holder. Oh, no. So I picked up that empty beer cup, and I tucked it up underneath my jacket. Oh. And I had a fresh beer when I was done. Right? <laughs> and a nice cold, uh, well, a little foam on top. Lukewarm, fresh beer. And the funny thing about, about it is, I, I don't even know why I'm telling this story. It just popped in my mind. Maybe it's because this has been a crazy week for me. So I think my brain's That's just a great right story. I, I, I didn't know. I didn't obviously want to overfill the cup. So oh, no. I said, what am I going to do? I mean, the guy next to me, one of our listeners, one of our, one of our, one of our uh, couch potato listeners was there with me. He was standing next to me, and I didn't even tell him I was doing this, but I'm like, how am I going to know when this thing is full? I have no idea. No. So I just, so I just stuck the tip of my thumb <laughs> over the top of the cup, and I said, when it touches my thumb, I'm, I'm, out. I'm done. You're out. So I put the cup back down in the cup holder. I, I kind of looked over at my buddy Steve, and I said, Steve, whatever you do, do not drink that beer. And he looked down, he looked at me, he looked down, he looked at me, he goes, if you get one drop of that on me, I'm throwing you over this damn balcony. You're going to die. Oh. But guess what? Robbie Gold kicked the 49-yard field goal. I was there to see it. Didn't miss it. And I pro- if I didn't do what I did, I probably would have wet my pants right there celebrating a Chicago Bears playoff victory. That's all and, right. And, you know, if, I don't know if you, don't, if you remember this, the following week, I was in Vegas. Yeah. The Saints game. I do I remember because I was sitting yeah. next to you watching yeah. yep. watching Erlacher run back a, a strip fumble or something. And we're like, mm-hmm. run! Mm-hmm. Yeah. And celebrating a Bears Super Bowl in Vegas. Couldn't ask for a better two weeks. Granted, two weeks later. <sighs> stupid Peyton Manning. Yeah, but- Colts. But that two-week period was amazing. That Bears game being at the playoffs and then heading to Vegas for the Saints. So, I don't know. Just popped in my head. Wanted to talk about Bears playoff games that I've been to. Well, stuff. what surprises me is that you use the word little boy's room. Just saying. I mean, <laughs> you're a grown go. man. It wasn't the ladies' room. You're you're grown man. You went to the bathroom. That's all you got to say. Yeah, but I've only grown out. I've never grown up. That's what so, she said. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
That is what she's saying, folks. So bottom line is. And, and, and Ron, just so I just want to say it's a good thing Steve's not actually on here because that's not the worst thing I've ever done. To yeah, okay. I'm sure it's All not. All I'm going to say is steak. Okay. Um, yeah, well, that's a story for another time, but just think a nice cold steak. <laughs> all good all right i digress (laughs) bears playoffs football yeah what do we want to do about our picks do we want to make our picks today or do we want to maybe sit on this for a bit and jump in maybe a short podcast on saturday or something just to say i mean on friday just to say our picks or is that not doable i don't know it's up to you i don't care it's not doable it's for friday it's not it won't be doable i have to work Okay. So well, we, can, we could we could we can do it today. knock out some picks on our gut feelings. I mean, we don't we don't know what our we don't know what our um you know, who got hurt this week. But I mean, man, I'm looking at the playoff picture and there's some really good games coming up. There are going to be some awesome, especially in the AFC. No question about it. You look at you know, even the 7-2 matchup, the Colts and Bills. The Bills actually I think to me are the one team that I think can give the Chiefs a run for their money. Um, I, I like the Colts. I think the Ravens can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't know if I'm really sold right now on on the Colts and the Browns, um, but and even the Steelers at this point. You know, I, I think they're just they're kind of limping into the playoffs. They're sort of, you know, it, it's it, you never want to go in in kind of the situation they're going in. I think they've lost four of their last five something like that. Yeah. It's rough, right? Um but yeah, big games. Colts at the Bills. If we want to start off, let's just start off with the AFC. Colts at the Bills. Yeah. Um by the time we get done with this, I'm sure that Washington game will be final and that'll finalize that, but uh, actually it is final. So there you go. That's it. Washington so, wins it 20 to 14. So 9 and 9 and 7 gets in. 7 and or 7 uh, and 9. Yeah. 7 and 9. Yeah. Why am I giving them the extra no, yeah, yeah, they're seven and nine, not nine and seven. Yeah, what was but we can start in the AFC. Yeah, AFC is fine. Bills. What are you thinking? Um, Indy on the road have to go up to Buffalo. Indiana, Indiana is a um, team that probably doesn't play in a lot of the elements, and it's Rivers who probably doesn't play in a lot of the elements. And I'm th- I and I like Buffalo, man. I mean, they they crushed, they crushed today. They ended up winning what fifty two to. 52 some oh 50, 56, 56, 56 to 26 against a, a decent Miami team. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Miami would get up in Buffalo and play very well and obviously they didn't. They didn't they didn't play to the standard of the Bills. I I like the Bills. I lo, I like the Bills a lot. I'm going to go with the Bills over Indy. I just can't see Indianapolis um winning up in Buffalo. Yeah, I, and I'm with you. I'm going to take the Bills as well. I mean, they're they're riding. They're the opposite of the Steelers right now, right? They're riding high into the postseason. Uh, big win, as you mentioned today, against the Dolphins. They 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 crushed the Patriots last week. A couple weeks ago, they just they murdered the Broncos. They they started the Steelers slide, I believe, or at least were part of it uh, when they beat the uh, Pittsburgh uh, earlier. Um, and you know, so they're riding a six game winning streak in, and I really feel that the bills are the team that's really going to make it hard for Kansas city when they get to play each other, if they do make it, uh, to the championship. So I'm going to take the bills as well. Okay. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh, man, we just, didn't we just, I feel like it's deja vu. Like we just saw this game, but we didn't see the game with all the players. Now, now Cleveland had all their players. There wasn't a bunch of 
rub a dub tub dub tub you know four men in a hot tub kind of action going on wasn't no covid people being knocked out with covid they they you know you knew those wide receivers were going to come out and play you knew that they were going to come out and just try to dominate the field get off the line faster show them the reason why cleveland should be in the playoffs that being said, it's now playing against a Pittsburgh that you don't even know if they're going to show up to play. Now, I don't. I'm not talking about today's game because today's game, they, they were Pittsburgh was missing a lot of players Def, on the defensive side. They were resting a lot of players, and a lot, a lot of players are old. They're older players, so they needed the rest. And understandable. I mean, they, what were they going to play for? Second or third place? They, you know what. It doesn't really matter to them. They're going to have somebody come to them, come to their home field. But I still like Cleveland over Pittsburgh. I still, wow. yeah, I still like Cleveland over Pittsburgh. Like Cleveland. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're the they're the uh, the uh, upset pick that would that might make sense. Here's the thing: the the Steelers need to find where they were earlier this season. Right? They need to find that magic. They played great against Cleveland earlier this year. Their run defense is very, very good. If Ben Roethlisberger is on his game and the run defense plays well, if James Conner's ankle is not going to be bothering him as much as it has been the last several weeks, I think the Steelers can figure out a way to pull this one out and right the ship. Yeah, they've lost four or five. Last time they played the Browns prior to this meaningless game, um, they smacked the crap out of them. And, you know, when you got guys like Chase Claypool, former uh, Notre Dame Fighting Irish out there and, James Washington, you know, catching passes from Roethlisberger. If they can get things going, I see them getting up early on this one. And defensively, um, you know, if they can get after Baker Mayfield like they did in the first meeting, I think it's going to be much of the same. So I'm going to take the Steelers. Nice. Okay. Well, we've got Baltimore at Tennessee. I'll let you. Uh, oh, this is going to be a fun one. I think mean, I think this is really going to be a fun one because the I, you've got. There's going to be, to me, a, a big uh, push by both teams to target the main weapon uh, from the other team, right? They're going to look to neutralize uh, Derrick Henry and the running game when you're thinking about the Baltimore defense. What can they do to, to get him off of his game, take him out of the, of the game, and put themselves in a position uh, to force the throw, right? I just, to me, that's going to be their number one priority. And, um, from ten, from Tennessee's standpoint, it's what are you going to do uh, at the quarterback position, right? What are you going to do to minimize what uh, Lamar Jackson has been able to do? Um, they met, you know, when they played earlier this season. Um, you know, the Titans, I think, pulled that one off. I'm not sure if that was the one – that was the game that went into overtime. Um, but nonetheless, it was, uh, you know, a situation where the the – uh, Titans were able to pull off a victory there um, and beat the uh, Ravens. I see them um, probably, to me, I really think Baltimore is going to pull this one off. I think Lamar wow. Jackson is going to get the job done. I'm going to take Baltimore. So you know who plays offense on the Tennessee Titans, right? You know who that is? A certain man named Derrick Henry. Yeah. yeah, he ran for 250 yards today and, yeah. two, and two touchdowns. Or th- Three touchdowns, two, two mm-hmm. touchdowns. So did Tannenhill. He ran for two. Yeah, and he and who did he do that against? Do you remember who? Do you remember who? That was the Texans. Yeah, the Texans, Ron. Yeah. Okay. Which I, which I think I think 
you know, the, the guys that sell peanuts at the stadium were, were brought into play today. Texans didn't give a crap about this game. So I think you they didn't give a, they part. didn't give a crap, but they ended up, you know, they only lost. It was 38, 41. I mean, Tennessee barely beat them. I'm talking on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Yeah. I know what we're talking about there. I don't know. I mean, Derrick Henry against the Ravens. The Ravens played. They needed a win today, though, right? They needed a win to be in, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they ended up playing. Where are we at? Where are the? Where is the Ravens? Why can't I find them? They ended up playing which team? T Dog. The Ravens played who? Who today? Yeah, today. Oh, um, such a memorable game. I mean, no, actually, it wasn't, was it? Uh, the Ravens. They played Cincinnati. They played Cincinnati. Yeah, the Bengals against Cincinnati. They scored thirty-eight points, mm-hmm. and the Which and Baltimore's defense was so dominating with Cincinnati Bengals offense. They only allowed Cincinnati with three. That's why well, I. That's why not only, not only that the Cincinnati essentially had barely 100 yards of offense today. They had about 200, but 55 of that came on one play. So I, I, yeah, I, were, I would almost guess that Derrick Henry will be the one winning the game for Baltimore. Okay. I mean, so against Baltimore. Tennessee. Oh, I'm taking Tennessee, baby. All right, there you go. All right, let's jump, let's jump to the NFC. So we've got... We'll leave that for last. (laughs) Rams at Seahawks. Real question with the Rams is, is their quarterback going to be out for another week? He has a broken thumb, sprained thumb. It's on his throwing arm, his throwing Mm -hmm. hand. Mm -hmm. Will he make it back in time to play? Well, even if he does... Is he going to make it back in time to play and be in a position to make a difference? I mean, yeah. just because you're coming back doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be able to play and, and play the way you have all season long. Um, the Seahawks, to me, are kind of like the Bills of the AFC. The Seahawks, to me, are, are my dark horse in the NFC. I really thought um, you know, that they're in a position to really make a run here, give Green Bay, you know, who can go up into Green Bay and beat the Packers at some point in these playoffs. And I believe Seattle's that team. Um, the, the big thing that scares me obviously about this is that Rams defense, you know, they talk about, uh, you know, offense, you know, winning the fans over, but defense really wins the games and wins championships and all that. Um, but to your point, if Goff was playing in this game, I would actually probably the way defensively they're playing right now, lean towards the Rams, but now without Goff in there, I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think they're going to win this game and put themselves in a position to challenge the Packers there at the top. So I'm going to take Seattle. Well, that's in that's that's a great pick. I mean, the Rams, you know, they allowed fewer than 20 points for the eighth time this season, and that's second most such games. That's second most in the games in the NFL. I mean, that's pretty. You're 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 right on with their defense. Their defense is unbelievable and defense does win you Super Bowls. They do win you Super Bowls. Of course there's a button there. But <laughs> there's the but you know who is there is the LA Rams backup quarterback and 
yes, the the defense won enough. I mean, I I always think about the the Ravens and Trent Dilfer. You know, Ravens won the Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. It could have been anybody. Could have been Trent McGee or Deuce McAllister or Mose Tutupu. Deuce McAllister is a running back. Yeah, it, what I'm getting at, it could be anybody there, T-Dog. You're just making a point. Take another drink of your beer. Sounds like a plan. Oh, good, because we want to hear it. There you go. So, so the, quarterback of the, the quarterback of the Rams is John Wolford, okay? Yeah. You're going to remember his name. Wake Forest alum. Just saying. But go ahead. Finish your thought. Ah, so... Seahawks. So if you if if all things being equal, and Seahawks and LA Rams have close to the same defense or near, then you have to go with quarterback, and then you still have to go with the Seahawks. And I like I'm going to have to take the Seahawks. All that yeah. for the Seahawks? Are you kidding me? But it is what it is. Well, Seattle with a big big win. They had to come behind to beat the Niners today. Yeah. Um, so. And they still had the chance for the number one seed while they were playing, I believe. Um, because if the Packers would have lost and yeah. uh, the Saints lost, the Seahawks would have had first round bye. So, so yeah, so the Seahawks are are definitely a def- decent team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, man, Florida, Buccaneers. Tampa Zero. Bay Buccaneers are traveling. They're, what are they, 10 and 6 or 11 and 5? 11 and 5. So they're 11 and 5. They are traveling up to Washington to play the Washington Redskins, which. The Redskins. The they, team formerly known as the Redskins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't say the Redskins. Team formerly known. They're playing Washington football team. Bottom line is the Bucks. Is it is it Tampa or is it Brady? Who's getting? Who's really getting that team into the playoffs? Well, if it's how he played today, it's Brady. He played amazing. Yeah, he went off today. Football. He went off. He went off today to prove a point, really. And it was against the Falcons, though. But Falcons, you know, I think that was one of your uh, locks that you lost on with the Falcons, and uh, that doesn't sound right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it totally does. So uh, Tampa Bay ended up winning 44-27 over Atlanta. And uh, Brady, you know, we said he won off. Well, his 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 stats are 26 of 41 for 399 yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. He also rushed. He carried the ball five times. How many yards did he go? Five times, how many yards do you think he went? I'm going to say three. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> you must have saw the stats. So, yeah, he ended up going three yards. Did, was it really three yards? Yeah, three yards. Five carries, three yards. Oh, dude, I was just bullshitting. I didn't I didn't know. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> I was. I figured it'd be low if you're asking me like that. But. but, you know, his receiving core, man, Antonio Brown, 11 for 138 and two touchdowns. Chris Godwin, five catches for 133 yards and two touchdowns. Mike Evans had three catches, but I think he was hurt. Yeah, he got yeah he got hurt. Um, actually, dropped a potential touchdown pass on that injury. I'm not sure what his uh, uh, status is for this game. Uh, let me see if they did make any updates because I know he was. I think it was his knee. 
Uh, actually, they, 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 Bruce Arians uh, said that he doesn't believe he suffered any serious damage uh, to his left knee. So I guess maybe they'll expect to see him back. All right. Well, that being said, I'm riding Alex Smith. I'm beating that horse down. I'm beating so it Washington down. Washington football team is going to beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. That's what you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. The only thing, you know, I would say if the weather was cold, I think there's some stat out there that says uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers as a team haven't won a game under like 40 degrees and ever, or maybe they've only won once or whatever. I know we were at a Tampa Bay Bears game, and it was cold, dude. Remember how cold mm-hmm. it was for that Bears game? Mm-hmm. The Bears did win because it was cold. We needed yeah. it. So Washington, I, I, I just like what Now, they, they didn't play well last week. They let go their second string quarterback, Haskins. They let they they let him go. He was doing some stuff detrimental to the team, I'm sure. Young kid, a lot of money. Oh, he was out at a party with strippers or whatever, and you know, no mask on. It's a it, the the whole COVID thing right now. The NFL is a billions and billions and billions of dollar business, and they're not going to screw around with that crap. Yeah. And he's out there with no mask, and and it was more than that. I mean, there was questionable work ethic. There's stories now coming out that, um, you know, the coaching staff really didn't want to draft Haskins when they did, but Dan Snyder was just all over and had to have him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so of course that's going to happen. And and for to be quite honest with you, for Snyder to pull the trigger on that with Rivera to say, you know, I'm sorry, but the way I do business, this guy has to be gone, and for him to do it. You know, maybe Snyder realized he did mess up with him, but that was what a, what a tough break because that you don't get a lot of opportunities like that. Obviously, there's only 32 people in the entire world that have the opportunity to start at quarterback on every Sunday in the NFL, and um, for him to do that and lose that opportunity to to have a job like that, it's unfortunate. And they made the decision, and he gone. I'm sure he'll be. I'm sure some team will give him a second chance. I'm sure. The Toronto Argonauts, the Chicago Bears, and Nots. Maybe. All right. So you're going to take the Washington football team. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. Your, your boy Alex Smith, who threw two interceptions today against the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. But you know what? Speaking of Haskins, though, I don't know if the Bears are really going to would even consider him because they don't. Well. <laughs> They're not one for picking, you know, African-American quarterbacks. Let's be honest. The Bears have picked. They got a lot of white dudes up in, as, as quarterbacks. I mean, it, I mean, honestly, I think they've had how many? That, that's, been, that's been a story that has plagued Chicago for, for many, many years. And um, Listen, last time they picked a black quarterback uh, for – the Chicago Bears was like 72 or something. It was somewhere in the yeah. 70s. It's not the last one to play for them. I mean, I, no. You got, you got Cordell Stewart and, yeah. You got Cordell so, Stewart and who else? Henry Burris. You, Henry you have, um, who was the guy I just told you about the other day that actually has the highest, um, who was that? Had the highest rating of any Bears quarterback. Yeah, but that was, through, like, that was a black guy. That was a uh, Jeff... Wasn't that Jeff? It was a, it's a white guy. Jeff Blake. It was Jeff Blake. Oh, was he black? Oh, he was black. He played for yeah. 
Cincinnati. played for Cincinnati. That's right. So, you know, I, I don't necessarily. Yeah. And, and hold on. How many and how many attempts did he have that to get that highest? I think nine. He was eight oh. of nine okay. for like 53 yards and one touchdown. He's got the highest rating of any Bears quarterback. Minimum one attempt. <laughs> and I said quarterback. Not a running back or receiver or somebody else. But it is questionable. Like, you could have an argument over it, especially. And there is. And there already has been. I mean, if you you really did the research and looked, there has been arguments about in the past. But regardless of race, the Bears have sucked at really drafting any quarterbacks. I mean, they've, they've missed so many times. Every time we play the damn Packers, all you see is that stat. They throw it up there. Yeah. The, the, the Packers have had two quarterbacks since 1992, and the Bears have had 849 quarterbacks since 1992. Yeah. It's freaking pathetic, dude. So I don't, it's not a matter of them, you know, as far as race goes. They just, they, they, uh, they can't figure it out. And the quarterback we have right now is a clear example of that. Somehow they felt Mitch Trubisky was the man over two that were clearly. <laughs> The answer clearly, oh, yeah. and now, does that mean they would have had the same same success in Chicago? Not necessarily. You need an entire team to be successful in the NFL. But would they have been better than they are now? You bet your ass they would have been better than they are now. So, that's and that's coming that's from a true Bears fan, folks. There you go. Uh, all that said, I am going to take the Buccaneers on the road. I'm not. I'm going to tell you why. I'm just taking them. Period. Tom Brady's going to win his first playoff game. Well, you just told us what. NFC uniform. Wow. There you go. Okay. Bears at the Saints. Uh, I got to go. So I'll talk to you tomorrow. I appreciate (laughs) it. uh, Everything. uh, You enjoy the podcast for the rest of the night. I I can't do it, dude. I I don't know if I can do it. You got to pick with your heart. With my heart? Heart to the the tail. Okay. So (laughs) Chicago Bears. Heading to New Orleans. Now, we just talked about this, right? They played them tough earlier this year. Um, what did we say? Didn't we say that game went into to, went in overtime? Uh, overtime? Yeah. Went into overtime. 26-23. Right, right, right. The Bears are actually playing pretty well in the first half. Foles did not have a bad game there. So we've got – you look at everything that the Bears have done over the last several weeks, and, of course, their offense, quote-unquote, everybody's like, oh, their offense is clicking, and – yeah, but who did we play, right? We just talked about the Texans who basically have, you know, their the school of the blind on defense. I don't know how, you know, we make such a big deal about that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This is a tough one for me, man. I don't know where you're leaning. Um, I, I want the Bears. Part of me wants the Bears to win, of course. Obviously, I, of course I want, want the Bears to win. There's no question about it. Whether I think they can, though. I mean, this is going to be a tough one for me. I'm, I'm going to have to think long and hard about I might have to get back to you tomorrow on this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, th- I think I'll be able to get back to you before the podcast is over, and I know it's just about over. So I'm, I'm going to turn this over to you. What are you thinking there, bud? Bears are 8-8. Eight and eight. They are. Uh, Saints are 12-4. 12 and 12-4. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. they were 10-6. No. They are the number two seed in the NFC. Okay. All right. I think answer, I, I do. I, I believe I believe Drew Brees is no Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Okay. And no. You think he's no. <laughs> Though his numbers you 
you can argue the fact that Drew Brees' numbers is way better than Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Touchdowns, passes, all that stuff. But there are some numbers that Aaron does have and hold, like you know the best quarterback rating for a whole year. Aaron owned that record. Mm-hmm. He's actually third, first and third on that list. I feel that the Bears are who we thought they were. Yep. I don't know what that means. You should know what that means. And I'm I'm marking it down right now. Chicago fans. Diehard Bear fans. Fans of Chicago. Let's all rise. Because your Chicago Bears will beat the Saints. Oh wow. Okay. I think right. I think they have the defensive I think defensively they have the opportunity. They didn't play terrible against the Packers. They really didn't. No. We were I just mean, talking about their they, they had four drives that they could three of them ended up with field goals. If they were touchdowns, you're you're three for you're you're even one for one for Green Bay. The fourth one, they ended up going four and out. So, and that that could have been a field goal. You could have won up to, you know, you could have been, what, 16-19, I think, at the time, if you would have kicked it or something like that. Nevertheless, Chicago may have lost the game and they gave up that timely, but Mitch cannot throw an interception. Like, he has to be clean. If he's clean, the Bears will win. And defense is on. Bears will win. Okay. Well, and that's a, that's a very important uh, little tidbit you threw in there, that if Mitch can protect the, the football, right? Because you look at the way they played today, that was a very safe plan that they put together for Mitch Trubisky. Their plan was to keep him from making mistakes, find the the open man underneath, get the yardage, stay ahead of the chains. And they needed to go five of six on fourth downs today, Ron, five of six in order to hang in and lose to the Packers by 19 points. Okay. Mm-hmm. They needed to go five and six on fourth down. Think about that. And other than that big pass play to Mooney, they were pretty much a dink and dunk offense up to that point. Um, now, granted, Montgomery was running hard, and um, the Saints overall, I think, right now, you know, they, they lost earlier this season to Vegas. Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Packers. They've been pretty much close football games all year long. I mean, they beat the crap out of Tom Brady and, and uh, Tampa on that, what was it? I think it was a Sunday night game. They embarrassed. Was that the first, the first game of the year? Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about later on. Um, when they beat they beat Tampa first game of the year, but they they beat the shit out of them that later in one the Sunday night game it was brutal. Um, and for a team like the Saints to have a guy like Taysom Hill come in when Drew Brees goes down, and they continue to win football games. Now, granted, the defense played great. They played some shitty teams: Atlanta, Denver. I think they played Atlanta twice. Mm-hmm. And they beat them both times. Um, but for them to to keep that kind of ship going when you have a guy like Hill replacing Breeze, just shows how complete this football team is. And um, 
when you have to say as long as Mitch doesn't make a mistake, the Bears should win, I just don't feel comfortable with that. And as tough as this as tough oh. as this is for me, as tough as this is for me, um, I am going to take the New Orleans Saints to beat the Chicago Bears. Is that your lock of the week? <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> are you locking them in for the week? No, it's not my lock of the week. It's not my lock of the week. The Bears I, I, are my upset of the week. Yeah, and I could take Cleveland as an upset of the week, but I'm going to do Bears. It didn't yeah. work out well for me. Yeah, we are. We do want to do the lock of the week, right? Okay. Oh, so, of course. Uh, my lock of the week will be Buffalo. That's going to be my lock. That's my lock. That's funny you say that. I had already written it down, so that's fine. We can have locks for Buffalo. Be my, my lock. And, of course, my – well, I guess I don't even know. My upset's going to be the Ravens. The Ravens on the road. So that's going to be upset of the week. Yeah, there you go. Is, is, the, is the Ravens – are the Ravens? Oh wait, underdogs. Oh, you said Ravens. Yeah, Baltimore yeah. against Tennessee, right? Yeah, Ravens on the road at Tennessee. Yeah. I'm going to bet Tennessee's probably going to be a two or three point favorite at all. Oh, that's going to be interesting, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. I'm and I. Let's get this podcast over with. I need to take a shower. I'm dirty. I can't believe I picked against the Bears. I feel dirty. Oh, you are dirty. But that's okay. That's okay. We you know what? You didn't you you could have picked anything, but you picked the Saints. And you know what? There are people out there right now that are applauding you. Because I'm because I'm of my courage. Because of your courage. Courage. Your, courage your knowledge. Courage. And then some people out there are going, what the this is coming from a guy who has got pee pee on his thumb. He's got urine sto- soaked thumb, and uh, yeah, nobody's going to believe this guy. But, so hey, hold- Sunday, Sunday playoffs, baby. So what better way though to end this podcast than to finish up with the smack wagon? The T dog better be careful because he's getting run over. So. Oh, I knew this. It had to. It had to be. It's in our. It's in our opener. the The smack wagon is coming for the T dog this week. Number one, he lost to good old LV out of a ten week stint by one. And by, one. by the way, if he would have just kept his mouth shut, he would. We would have been a tie because I wrote down Packers that he took the Packers. Like I had to go back and listen to the podcast to confirm that it was not the Packers he picked. He picked the Bears. And if he would have just kept his mouth shut, which would have been fine because we do know he cheats on the golf course. Huh? I said, thanks, Nagy, you jerk off. So we know he cheats on the golf course, but obviously he doesn't cheat on the podcast, folks. No, I'm an honest guy. From all the way through thick and thin, I'm an honest guy. Yeah, like honest Abe. Mm -hmm. So he got a bullet in the back of his fucking skull. (laughs) So, anyways, that's a true story. It's a true story. It is, yeah. So, you're getting the smack wagon because you lost to me, number one, because you're not supposed to lose to me. And then, number two, you're getting a smack wagon because you picked the Saints over your beloved. I knew that was coming too. Whatever. So, you just got ran over by the smack wagon, T Dog. Oh, I turned that volume up on that one, baby. There you go. Well deserved. Well deserved. 
Yeah, it's been, listen, the the last 10 weeks have been a- actually quite fun doing the podcast with you. And I do appreciate it. And hopefully we can have a few more. This will be the end of our first season of Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. And we will be starting up our second season next season week. Dos. Season dos. Season dos next week. Why not? We'll, like every 10 weeks. Sounds like we'll, a- see, we'll see if that smack wagon was legit because, you know, did the Saints beat the Bears or did the Bears pull a big upset? That's going to be a huge upset if they win it. That's my upset God. of the week, baby. So stick around and and listen to next week's podcast to see if that, that smack wagon was worth it. it. First off, it is worth it, folks. It is worth it because I beat them by one. But anywho... But anywho, right? You have been listening to Monday Morning Couch Potatoes. Visit our website at mondaymorningcouchpotatoes.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Tweet us at Potatoes. Listening to this podcast doesn't make you any smarter than you already are because you're not that smart if you're listening to us. And also, the Monday Morning Couch Potato Podcast is for general information purposes only. So thanks for listening. The Bears.